How's it going, guys? Welcome back to the Fu Show. I'm your host, Coach Ali Fu Show. Today at episode 12, you have two familiar faces because in last week's episode, we had same people, Raf Kahilig, Nestori Dulia, uh, but Miss Joyce Ribaton is just in the sides right now because she'll have a separate episode for next week, episode 13. But alright, so right now we just have the boys, again, Raf Kahilig, Nestori Dulia. Uh, this one is gonna be a lot more straightforward. We are not gonna exclusively talk about the C Cup because right now we want to talk about just them and their training, um, what has, oh, how their training has evolved from when they began all the way on, until this point so that they can share with you guys as much information or helpful tips, tricks, or hacks. But of course, I don't think we like using that term as much. So anything that can help you guys um, with regards to training and possibly some nutrition, but knowing these guys, it's going to be primarily um training because in nutrition if you guys watched last week's episode Nestor doesn't have a lot to add when it comes to nutrition because mm -hmm. the only thing he adds is salt and pepper <laughs> but all right so let's talk about training so you Raf have been training for how many years already serious powerlifting pala uh started in 2016 2017 around that time so so say 2016 six years, six yeah. years. Yeah. how long have you been powerlifting Nestor um full powerlifting I think five years, five, five to years. six years, yeah. But I've been training you know, for more than 10 years. Because of your weightlifting previous, and uh, other sports. Weightlifting. Yeah. Obviously, um, they're both barbell sports. It's not, of course, the exact same lifts, but you've built a lot of base strength from your weightlifting days, specifically sa squat na carry over sa powerlifting mo. So uh, what I wanted to talk about in this episode is to walk me or walk everyone here through how your programming has changed or if any changes have been made uh, from the very beginning all the way up to now. So again, let's start with you, Nestor. So how would you say, all right, so again, let's be more specific. From 2016 to 2018, how was your training? Was it self-trained or did you have a coach with you? Um, before, I used to do uh, free, <laughs> free programs from the internet. Yeah, during that. So mostly self-coach kasi hindi ko siya ginagawa as is. Um, Inaano ko siya. Inadjust ko din siya based sa feeling ko. I mean, if it's too much, parang hindi ako makaka-recover agad. Okay. Parang may mga sumasakit na sa akin. I try to adjust. Especially on bench before. So parang sobrang dami ng bench nung program na ginagawa ko that time. So parang ako na yung nag-self-adjust ng program para makatuloy-tuloy pa rin ako sa mm. training. Pero yun ngayon, um, I, I'm coached by Kicks, Kicks, Kicks Retardo, for sure. Kilala niya yan, one of the top lifters in the Philippines, the power nurse. <laughs> the power nurse. <laughs> <laughs> Pero yeah, I, uh, I'm being coached by Kicks for, I think, two years na din ata. Two years na rin, okay. Yeah, okay. So, basically, yung binibigyan niya, sinusundan ko lang. <laughs> okay. Yeah, whatever he gives me, yun lang, ginagawa ko lang as is. Tapos, minsan nagdadagdag ako, pero more on na lang, mga accessories, ganun lang. Pero yung main lift, sa kanya galing lahat. It comes from him yeah. primarily. How, how about you, Raf? Like, how was your, in your first, uh, you said you started 2016 yeah. or so. From, in your first two years of training, did you, similar to Raf, did you get free programs on the internet? How was it for you? Um, so, first time, because I didn't know that there was a sport na powerlifting. Okay. So, parang, I knew a bunch of guys at the gym when I went to the US. Parang, oh, there's a sport where you do one rep max of squat, bench, deadlift. And then I never really had a coach to follow with there. I think they tried to coach me, my friends there. But like, 
I just didn't follow them because, like, what they do, like, oh, we're doing three by six on squats. I'm like, okay, that's what I'm gonna do. And then when I went back here, um, you, the roommate I had, he's actually, he's, he majors in uh, sports and conditioning, um, okay. strength and conditioning. So yeah, he then he focused on powerlifting. So Shane again coach ko, which is Jay, one Shroth. So Shane first powerlifting coach ko. Tos parang sa programming like sa simula yun madami siyang by tens, ten okay. rep, ten rappers. I think that's just like on how you build the base. I think sa simula foundation. Yeah. Yeah, foundation oh, sure. tens ganon. So taste taste lang. And then, nung parang pagtagal, after a few years na din, parang hindi na ganun yung programming. Low volume na siya. Parang siguro, ang max na pinakamataas na volume ko, 8 or 7. Okay. And then, yung weight, parang syempre mas nag-i-increase din. Tapos yung accessories, medyo nagkaroon ako ng freedom. But like, okay. yung movement, parang there's a note there. Like, this accessory has to be this tricep dominant, quad dominant. Okay. Yeah, so yun. Tapos, Along the way, got injured. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I think in the top level naman of any sport, any sport um, yeah. of course, powerlifting. Actually, let's, I think a good example that a lot of people can immediately absorb is um, basketball. So we have NBA players um, who have the best, probably, nutritionist, the best therapist, ev- like everyone that can take care of them because, of course, um, they have all the funds for everyone to take care of them. But... Because of the nature of the sport, the competitive level, the intensity that they play, injuries will happen nonetheless. Yes. So um, you can't automatically say, I can't, I, I want to emphasize, you can't automatically say that if somebody got injured, then they did something stupid. Sometimes it's just, it just happens. When you lower the bar or like misstep here or there, it's, it's hard to put fault right away. Injuries happen. Um, your job as the lifter or as the coach is just to make sure that you get the athlete back on track as yeah. fast as possible. And of course, as safe as possible as well. All right. So another thing that I wanted to talk to you guys, so since you guys have been lifting for a good number of years already, I'm pretty sure there were instances in the past that a preconceived notion on how to squat, bench, or deadlift was something that you had at the very start. And then, of course, now that you're more veteran, na, um, there were some changes. So yeah. let's ask a bit more specific Nestor, was there any changes that you had to make that was healthier? I don't know what's funny, <laughs> but <laughs> okay. So can you give us a, how was your? We're gonna talk specific, so it's very technical for this episode, because um, a lot of people want to know the technical stuff about these lifts for your squat. What was the biggest change that you had to do um, from your squat form starting out, and what you are, how you are squatting right now? I think for me, it's I know. Uh, since I started um, <coughs> as a weightlifter, we um tinuroan kami mag squat with uh, chest up the usual, I chest up and super hyper extended mm. just to ano yun, try to stay upright as we can. So yun yung parang pinaka naging sakit ko before nung nag powerlifting ako kasi ganun na ganun ako mag squat before and I don't know how to brace like mm. ang alam ko lang braces inhale all in my chest not here i'm just a yeah <laughs> that's why that gonna ako mag squat before and even my deadlift i used to deadlift like um it's like clean weightlifting mm. chest up and super hyper extended ganun din ako mag deadlift before pero ayun yun yung inaayos ko nung mga nung since nag transition ako to full powerlifting 
um, yung ribs down, um, much more neutral ano yung upper body. Yun, yun yung mga bagay na ano. Siguro kaya dahil sumasakit yung likod ko before. Ah, kasi palagi yeah, na. Kasi lagi ako nakaganoon. It's like, nakaganoon ako sobra lagi. Even my deadlift, ganun din yung insura niya. Mm. Pero yun, naayos ko naman na siya ngayon. Yeah. Okay, okay. How about you? When it comes to the squat, what were the changes that you had to make from um, starting out na- before and until now? Uh, before kasi parang wala naman pa kayo if you quarter squat. So, ah, okay. So... <laughs> So I know uh, I yes, get to find, hopefully before. I find some uh, old footage so I can show it right <laughs> oh now. Oh my God, no. <laughs> Look at Raph Kahilig, quarter squatting. Then <laughs> <laughs> yung basic stuff, yung parang, yun kasi yung, ano, yung two hood kasi, yung parang, it doesn't go forward though. Ah, past your toes. So, yeah, so okay. parang, I think, be clear, that was the previous mindset yeah, before. Yeah, yun lang okay. yung alam ko eh. Tapos, sa bench, parang kailangan laging flat back and like your arms are straight. Oh, y- as in yung lower back, Like yeah. everything flat. Tapos minsan, ano, parang when you're doing a bench press, it doesn't even have to hit the chest. Ah, parang okay. hanggang dito lang. Yeah. So, parang, okay. So, buwat-buwat lang. Not necessarily yeah, powerlifting. Yeah. I think I started lifting kasi parang since I was 11 or 12, 13 years old. So, yun lang yung mga alam ko. Mga bakal gym lang. Tapos, deadlift. Parang medyo iniiwasan ko pa siya. Kahit kaya ko siyang gawin, pero iniiwasan ko kasi parang, ano yung likod ko, I didn't really know how to brace. Ganon. Mm. They keep telling stuff like, use your back. Parang bakit? Paano? <laughs> <laughs> Kaya hindi talaga ako naging fan ng conventional noon. So when I tried to, I'm like, oh, this feels so natural. Yeah. When I first tried. Tapos yun, in the long run, parang ang dami na na rin ako na try na forms. Different forms. Uh, yeah, squat. I mean, I think you've seen before that, I used to squat very wide. Yeah. Because like, I hurt my knee. So, parang binabawasan ko yung pag uh, flexion or extension ng knees ko. So, parang hindi siya sumakit. Nag-wide ako ng stance. So, parang mas glute dominant yung movement yes. ko. And hamstrings. So, yun. But then I went back again because I got injured again. <laughs> so, so, I yeah. think that's something that a lot of people, um, the beginners out there when it comes to powerlifting, you guys haven't really experienced this yet. Um, Throughout your years of lifting, you are going to realize that there's no such thing as perfect form. Yes, um, because no form. everyone, when it comes to year one or year two or year three of lifting, they are gonna make these subtle changes yes. that will make big, um, like the like your squat form, whether that be bar grip width yeah, or uh, foot angle, then. foot angle, etc. So yeah. there's no, of course, people use the term, oh, that's textbook form. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's it's hard to say, or it's not right to say that because you can see if you were to look at these two people, if you're gonna give them just the outline of their form, his squat is gonna look really different from his squat, his bench, etc. They're not going to be like mirror images of each other, and because of that, are we gonna say, oh, that means that on the store's form is is crap, is shit, yeah. right? not just because it's different from raps? No, of course not. Because what is going to be best for Nestor is what he's doing right now. What he's what's doing, what you are doing that's best for you is what you're doing now. And I want to emphasize that probably in a year's time it might be a bit different. Might be. Yeah. So of course the subtle. Oh, maybe just to shoot an example, yung ring finger mo yung sa line ng oh God, bar, yes. or Bench. maybe yung index finger. Might like, maybe each year you have a different finger that you're going to use for your alignment. <laughs> Okay, so right now there are four people behind the camera and they're all like laughing right now. I don't know why they're laughing. This is such a wholesome show. I just said the word finger. Tapos biglang. 
This is a family friendly <laughs> show. Grabe talaga mga Pinoy. But anyway, so once again, just to go back to that point that is going to be really helpful for everyone out there. Yes, as much as possible, you want to try to find the form that's going to benefit you the most, yeah. but don't be married um, to yeah, that form. It can we change. Should, we should just be like open-minded on things, on certain tips that, oh, you can try this on this set. If it works, then use it, right? Hmm. Actually, with the, uh, the note of being open-minded, was there ever a time that you heard advice from another lifter or another coach and initially you were like, oh, that's so stupid. Because of course, sometimes we can all be close-minded from time to time. Was there ever a time that you were so close-minded to this, whatever change in training or technique, but then once you actually gave it a shot, you, you were like, oh shoot, it actually works. Or were you just right always, uh, all of the time? <laughs> You're just a perfect lifter, Raph. No, <laughs> but I haven't thought of anything like that. So for you, whenever yeah. you um, experience some potential change, you tried it out, man. Yeah. How, how about you, Nestor? Was there like a major change, or were you just so like I'm fixed in my ways? Uh, well, I'm the type of ano kasi. I usually ask, um, uh, for example, Filippo. Okay. Um, parang kinukulit ko siya with my bench. Yeah, parang um, ano ba? Ano ba yung word? Parang tinatry ko sa kanya itanong kung, I mean, good ba tong ginagawa kong cue? Like it, so that he can give some like Yeah, I usually ask people, kunyari, si Raf, um, when I see people like Raf is a strong squatter, uh, try to ask tips, parang, paano yung ganito, ganyan, setup mo ganito, para I'm gonna try it myself. Because if it works, good. I'm gonna keep it. Oh, parang, uh, oh, but if not, then don't do it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. If it hurts, don't do it. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and I, that's a great mindset that people should definitely adopt. Na yung hindi yung close-minded ka na uh, you just saw one video online on TikTok Dapat or whatever. As to grass. Diba? Kala, diba? So, um, whenever mm-hmm. you hear whatever advice, no matter what platform for whatever, whoever coach it is, absorb it. Try it out for yourself so that you can have a better idea. Okay, this works for me, but oh, it doesn't work for this person. Okay, then we're just different. You can't just say that this yeah, is yeah. the only yeah. way uh, how yes. to squat, how to bench, how to deadlift. So yes. just keep an open mind. But of course, we have some parameters naman. Obviously, we don't want naman yung super, yung sa squat mo kailangan halos yung toes mo lampas na ng rack, diba? Of course, there are parameters. <laughs> I think I've seen your squat <laughs> na medyo malapit ka yung toes sa rack. <laughs> but of course, as he mentioned, that's what got him hurt. So, of course, we're not no, going... Not really. Oh, that's not the one that... No. What's the squat form that hurt your knee? Oh, I think I was doing tempo squat. Mm. And as you know before, medyo narrow dun yung... Just parang 10 repers ata yun. It was 180, 10 reps for tempo squat. And then, yun, bigla siya sumakit. Okay. And I tried different stances. Yun. Para kasing ayokong mahinder yung progress ko. Sayang kasi, if I just stop squatting, that's yun. true. <clears throat> And then yun, nung nag-wide ako, ever since I got hospitalized, yung recent, ano, parang sumasakit yung glutes ko naman when I do wide wide squat and sumo. So, we had to mitigate, parang, okay, baka umukay na yung tuhod mo. So, parang, dahan-dahan lang yung load management. Ayan. Okay, okay. Alright, so, actually, since you touched on it, and we can just, like, you don't have to, like, you don't have to spend 20 or 30 minutes on it. But, um, to those of you who don't know, there are you okay with me asking about the, the injury, the hospitalization? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, um, to those of you who don't know, this was 2020, oh, 21. 21. 
last year lang, no? Yeah, last okay. year lang. So, there, there was a PAP event, so a Powerlifting Association of the Philippines uh, competition at Zest Power Gym. After your first squat, I believe, you... No, no, I completed my squat. Oh, you completed your squats, yeah. okay. Uh, and then, I unfortunately... Oh, sorry, I think bench. it's best if you... Yeah, when it was on my bench, warming up, I was already cramping up. And on my attempts, I can barely go to the platform. Like, I was literally crawling. Because I think the uh, space at Zest was very humid and sobrang daming tao. So, yun. And then, medyo sobrang intense ko din kasi and focused. Na hindi ko na na ano hydration ko. But I think I have a condition kasi talaga. Parang okay. I really sweat easily. Even nung C-Cup and yung recent Ronats this 2022, sobrang lala ng cramps ko that I had to like dry scoop hydrate. Mm, okay. Yeah. So, parang nung Ronats 2021, hindi pa namin na figure out on how to deal with that. So, yun. Sobrang lala ng cramps ko. Started with my legs na hindi ako makatayo. Tapos, tinry ko pa rin mag-deadlift kasi parang you need to complete the competition kahit, kahit sobrang gaan nung deadlift mo para ma-record yung yung nagawa mo. Yeah, yung nagawa mo. Yeah. Tapos, parang eh, di di ko na talaga kaya maglakad to the platform and then I had to lay down I had to just say na tinry ko pa nga magpabuhat but then lumala lang yung cramps na yung fingers ko nagka-curl up na nakaganon na pati yung tapos padiretso na siya sa dibdib yung cramping up so I had to lay down cause like you know when you cramp up you bend your limbs mm, yeah so I can bend my legs and then yung arms ko kaso kasi yung nag-cramp na yung likod ko and how can I bend my back if I'm already curling up so yun so, yun yung pinaka na-damage sa akin yung likod ko as in it was cramping up for like maybe 8 hours Oh, yes, it's really bad. Just yun, we had to be rushed to the hospital. Like we had to wait for like one to two hours for the ambulance because like everyone was so busy and uh, no one's paying attention. Just parang yun, we had to do it ourselves. Tapos, uh, yeah, parang dinala ako sa hospital, got the uh, dextrose and like got IV. So yun, pero the pain was unbearable. Sobrang sakit talaga. It's like having sobrang lalang doms because yeah. you know like when you had when you have cramps just afternoon masakit pa din diba yeah. even though hindi siya nakakramp up yung ganun siya kalala just, it lasted for like a week damn yung sakit just, I remember I think I saw like you mentioned that it was hard for you to sleep because yes, of how be- unbearable yes. the pain was because masakit yung likod so I can't lay down and hindi naman ako pwede humiga ng dapa din kasi masakit din parang I don't know what I can't describe the pain talaga sobrang sakit niya like, para akong awake 24 hours. Tapos, kailangan mag-rely on a higher dosage ng painkillers. I think it was tramadol. What was that? Fentanyl, yeah. We had to take fentanyl na parang on the clock siya. Parang, there's mm. a machine. Tapos, may oras siya na automatic na bibigyan ako ng fentanyl. And when I need it, I can just press it. Okay. It was so bad. And, yun. Parang, after nun, na ma-hospital, luckily naman, medyo nakakalakad na ako. Pero sobrang baby steps nung lakad ko. Then, uh, a month or two, a month or so, parang nagbubuhat ako ulit. Pero parang sobrang gaan lang. Just to keep moving. Kasi isa yun sa mga, isa yun sa mga na-realize ko. Like, when you're injured, hindi pwede mahihiga ka lang. Yes. Kasi, mas lalong, tatagal. Ma- mas lalong tatagal yung injury mo. Like, you don't have to train, pero you just have to keep on moving. 
Kaya mas lalong minsan yung iba mas lalong sumasakit parang, oh, ipahinga mo lang. Yes, you can rest. Siguro like a week or like a few days. Pero if, you, pa rin dapat. if you stay longer, you keep moving. So, yun lang ginawa ko. So, luckily, after seven months naman, I was able to compete. Medyo nabalik yung numbers ko. I was able to squat 300 kilos again after seven months. And same as deadlift, 300 then then bench. I, but parang hindi ako, hindi pa rin ako as strong as that one. Uh, okay. So, yun. And, and of course, um, yeah. that was very unfortunate that that happened to you. Yeah. Obviously, nobody wishes that for anyone. Yeah. But I believe with the recent performance yeah. that you, you've been having and of course, how you look right now, um, that initial sad story is turning into like a very strong yeah. and emotional or like very intense comeback story. It's yeah. just proof to once again that if you're really dedicated to achieve whatever goal that you've set for yourself, you can definitely achieve it. Yeah. Like sure, like whatever setback. And that was a, that was a big setback. Yes, a lot very, of people, very. I'm I pretty sure. Parang two years dapat recovery time ko actually. But you made the necessary efforts mm, to, recover. Months, yes. <laughs> to recover as much as, and he's okay. Okay, he, it's not like a rush thing. He just called it six months in the sky. Yeah. He actually um, recovered really, really well. And that's just a good thing. Uh, that's something for a lot of people to realize that for your goals, it's really going to be dependent on your actions yeah. on if you're actually going to um, achieve it. Because in life, naman, I'm sure, naman, of course, not to be super like promotivate or whatever, yeah. but in life, lifting, career, relationships, it's not a straight linear line. Yes, it's exactly. never linear. There's always an up, always a huge down, a bu- small up, and then a bigger down, and then oh, worse. Yeah. And that happens. But for you to actually reach that high, what matters yeah, is you keep, keep on going. going. Yeah. You know? That's really it. Eh? You just have to keep on showing up. Yeah. So with regards to training or nutrition or whatever, outside of powerlifting even, you just really have to show up. Yeah. And that's how you um, achieve your goals. Yeah. Eh? So, of course, it's very unfortunate that that had to happen or that happened to Raf, uh, but it's a strong story that a lot of people can yeah. um, be inspired from because yeah. that was definitely inspiration. As your friend, when that happened, of course, I I've, I wasn't there, but I felt like shit because I of course I care about. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, of course, you know. I mean, of course, you mean, I mean, we're, we're friends, so I was like, oh, shit, yeah, I feel yeah, so yeah. bad because of course I know the potential that you have, and yeah. I for rubbing your calves. <laughs> he did rub my calves when <laughs> he was yeah he was cramp- you were cramping I was right? cramping also I was cramping also yeah. because and I missed my first two deadlifts then yes, I, oh my god that's that's another stress but of course, not about me yeah. it's about um, that you were able to push through with it and yeah. once again very inspirational alright actually oh, wait, go ahead. can I just add something like, go, go, go. it's not just like pushing then and keep on going don't get me wrong there are times that I should just quit it like mm. I don't Sobrang daming beses na. Just yun, when you get hurt, it's not always like, tayo ka agad. Pwede ka naman humiga muna dyan, umiyak ka lang, labas mo lahat. Yun, uh, yung mental din, hindi lang siya, ano eh, physical, ano eh, taxing. Sobrang taas ng mental challenges nun. Kasi, and you need to let it out. Kasi the longer you hold on to it, parang mas, mas mabigat. Tsaka mas, parang mas, mas lalo ka magre-regress. So, tanggapin mo lang lahat. Parang, progress ka, tapos sumakit uli, iyak ka lang, tapos bawi ka lang. But don't push too hard. Ganun lang yun. It's, again, you have to be, you wanna work hard, sure, but you also have to work smart. Yes, uh, exactly. Hindi pwede yung push, push, push lang kasi that's going yeah. back to the no pain, no gain mentality. Yeah, and take care din yung mentally and emotional state niya. 
Yeah. Um, in any sport, and like, it's also true for powerlifting. The mental aspect is extremely strong because it's really like it's really it's either a red yeah. light or a white light. So of course that pressure yeah. or everything that pressure that you put on yourself. So if you're able to maintain composure, be composed for your uh, entire program, of course that's going to help uh, set you up for better progress. All right. Um, so of course let's uh, try to change the mood now because of course that was kind of a sad story. But he's good now. He's good now. Um, let's talk about training once again. So you guys have, of course, we've talked about your changes in the form, the slight changes in the form. Now, with regards to, um, I want to touch on programming because a lot of people when they're starting out to for lifting, uh, for powerlifting specifically, they always search what program, what program. Then a lot of people program hop change like every two weeks they do a oh. different day one and of course that's not going to be helpful because um it was um joyce's one who mentioned it now you just have to stick to the program stick to the plan uh because that's what's going to help you progress but you guys have probably experienced a lot of different forms of programming um what was the one and i know you've self-coached yourself you've had um more than one coach of course in the past what was the one or was there ever a type of program that you that really clicked with you that suddenly your progress sp- sped up a bit more i think yung ano yung kay kicks okay kicks okay yeah, it's a mix Damn of kicks. percentage and rpe then so before i'm i mean i used to do like percentage oh okay so <laughs> kung i mean kung puyat ako <laughs> So, kung 90% yung nakalagay, wala akong paki kung di ako nakakain. <laughs> Yun yung gagawin ko. Pero syempre, it's not a, it's not a best Ideal. way to do it. It's not sustainable, I guess. Yeah, it's not sustainable. Especially if, alam mo yun, if hindi lang naman powerlifting yung ginagawa mo. Syempre, I have work. Yep, work, yeah. May other stuff akong ginagawa din outside powerlifting. So, yeah, yung kay kicks kasi mas nakaka-recover din ako. So, I can manage it. Mas okay. nakaka, like, if RP7 lang siya, pwedeng chill lang, ganito. Then my days na ano yun, kailangan mo siya i-push din. Okay. Um, sorry, just uh, can you briefly give a rundown for those who've, uh, for the viewers that might not know? Like, what is the difference between percentage training and uh, RPE training? Um, percentage is just based on your one rep max. So, basically, ano lang siya. 90, kunyari, 85% nung 100 mo. Okay. Kung yun yung nakasulat. Uh, like six by two, okay. you have to do it. <laughs> I mean, whatever. Kung percentage nyan. Yeah, yun yung gagawin mo. Oh, RP is this? Oh, yun. Pag RP kasi parang self-regulate siya. Yeah, I mean, kung feel good ka today, RP eight, you might hit maybe ninety, or okay. next week if pagod ka sa work, stress. Baka if it's RP8, pwede mong babaan konti. Depende sa feel mo. Because, but at the end of the set, it is an honest. Yeah, still RPA. work, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, a common issue that a lot of people, um, I guess newer lifters or intermediate lifters go through is they don't have a good um, grip on how to actually gauge themselves. Because of course, it's rate of your own perceived exertion. There are some people, of course, they just ego lift. Lang sila. They just, sometimes they just can't tell for themselves. Um, ah, RPE 6 na ba to? Ay, then when you look at the video, it's obviously a 9 or a 10. Na, um, I'm assuming at the beginning, was it hard for you guys to get a good grip on how RPE was? Or were you just a perfect lifter na? Nag-gets mo na kagad ba? No, mostly sa akin, parang undershooting. Oh. So, again, just press So, yun for me, parang mostly nag-undershoot ako lagi. I didn't mm. know what, which is RPE 8. Or, okay. Pero, ang pinakamahirap kasi na-gauge 
RP was yung mga 6, yung 7, gano'n. That's true. Pag 8 and 9, medyo alam mo na sa sarili mo. Dahil. Especially if it's a 10. You know if it's a 10. <laughs> Kung nasa side ka na, alam mo na yun. It's an RP 8 na. <laughs> But yeah, yun lang yung mga pinakamadaling basis sa akin din kasi RP. Doon talaga ako nagsimula. And then mm. later on, naging R- mix, RP and percentage. Which mm. is, I think, is a good approach din. It's a hybrid approach. Para kasing minsan, pag RPE, yung iba nagsasandbag. Yeah on how how many how much weight they put on their oh, okay okay workouts so, yun. um what's the what advice can you give somebody who's trying to get used to rpe um I, i think i know the answer already but what would be a more ideal error to undershoot or to overshoot of course both are not ideal but what do you think can make the person learn more Overshooting. My, my my bias is overshooting. Yes, overshooting. Obviously, um, we're gonna agree that you're gonna feel like shit afterwards. Yes. You're probably if you kept if you've been overshooting for how many sessions or weeks in a row, your fatigue is gonna definitely accumulate. Yeah. But um, past that negative hurdle, you realize okay, so RPE 10 pala yung ganito. RPE 9. because if you're keep on undershooting, yung pala it's you're not far get, off. Yeah, mm-hmm. you gauge yung upper eight and nine and ten. I, f- I feel like, um, of course, again, we want to emphasize that it's not ideal to do so. And I fear that a lot of people be like, oh, sabi ni Rapsha kanina store, okay lang daw mag-overshoot. Nakita ko yung IG story nila, nag-300 plus kilos. Wala ko ba dyan. Grabe talaga these role models. <laughs> But yeah, it's really, that's the truth. That, that's, a, that's the truth. Eh. Parang, that's how you learn. Uh. You'll mm-hmm. never know it until you experience it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, it's. <laughs> you never know the feeling. Exactly. Yeah. So it is. You can't expect the lifter to be perfect with their RPEs yeah, yeah. right off the bat. Even kami. Even yeah. after how many years? Yeah. Recent ko prep namin sa sika few weeks before we were failing our. Yeah. Tatlo kami. We overshoot. How many weeks prior? Like two or three weeks. Yeah. Maganda. Two weeks out. Two weeks out. Nag fail kayo. Fail kayo sa deadlift. Yeah. Two weeks out. Nee pero nakasal pa kasi yung number sa sa akin. So I don't know about them. If RPE sa nila. Sa RPE that day. Oh, poor choice lang at that day. <laughs> yeah, poor yeah, choice. Yeah, pero kasi minsan yung warm-ups mo before, parang, oh, this is so fast. Ah, parang, suwabi. Suwabi, di ba? Tapos dadagdag ka. Dadagdag ka ng bed. Hindi umangat. Tapos di aangat. I'm like, anong yari? But yeah. It happens. Of course, you can. It happens, yeah. There's, I think you guys will agree with this. There's no perfect prep, I guess. Yes. Of course, if you stay as close to the structure of the program. That's lucky. I think, Even with these veteran lifters, I think Joyce can agree with this as well, that it's hard to... She, she mentioned it, stick to the program. But when it comes to RPE, sometimes it just... You make mistakes. But if you're... If 9 out of 10 times you hit the mark, then I think that's good. And actually, that's pretty good already. Like to have a 9 out of 10 uh, shot for RPE. So, um, would you advise a beginner? Like when I say beginner, like wala pang 6 months into lifting, would you... Suggest they go for RPE already or percentage training. I know they're pros and cons, but I think that's why I want your guys' insight on it. Eh. Yeah, siguro for me, I think, um, I think mas okay ato start sa percentage. Percentage. Yeah, because I, I think it builds something with your mental and mayon pagka. Because um. not every session hindi ka lang maga undershoot, parang may sessions na kailangan mo i-push mm. konti. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, alam mo yun, parang 
kasi pag RP ka, binsan baka bababaan mo lang yung buhat mo. Sir, yun yun too low pala. Yeah, too low. Sir, yun issue yun sa mga coaches parang they're RPE-based. Eh, paano yung atleta mo? Hindi marunong mag-games yeah, ng RPE. Oh. Mm. So, halos lahat ng buhat niya undershoot. So, magtataka, bakit di nagpa-progress? Mm. So, I think that's one of the reasons then. So, pros and cons. So, yeah. I guess for the two of you, RPE was really helpful towards the end. Mm. Of course, a struggle at the start, but if uh, I'm assuming, based on what you said, Nyan, percentage does have, it has its benefits, but for the more advanced lifters, I feel yes. like it's going to benefit them more because the fatigue that they accumulate yeah. is definitely a lot more than somebody who's been lifting for three or four months lang. So, yung fluctuations on how ready, yung readiness nyo, yung fatigue nyo, might vary like from day one to day two or like different weeks. So, so I think RP is going to be good. It's harder to learn, but it yes, might yes. grant you um, more, much more progress towards the end. Okay, so we talked about accessories in the previous episode. I want, um, this is something that a lot of people do ask actually, quite frequently to me and other coaches as well. Uh, and of course, our favorite accessories for each lift can change from phase to phase, uh, cycle to cycle. Uh, but right now, or actually, can you let me know, what are your top two squat accessories each? You guys can, of course, have the same answers to man. Um, high bar, high bar squats. Oh, because you primarily squat low bar. Yeah. yeah okay. So and high tempo, bar. tempo. When you do your tempos, normally what's the um, com- 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 uh, competition squat? Oh, no, what, what's the count of your tempo? Um, sakin uh, three zero zero. Oof. Yeah. <laughs> How's yours? Well, the variation squat. Isang day ko yung malalay yung three zero three. Ooh, oh, hirap. Mas hirap yun <laughs> Yes. That's never fun. Pero hindi naman siya ganun karami rep. Pero yung accessories talaga as in yung with isolation movements. You can, um, actually anything, whether that be um, main main lift variations or um ac- or like isolation. Ah, accessory, okay. A- anything. So, supplementary accessory, whatever terminology. Like, so what are the two lifts that has helped your squat the most? Is it yung high bar and yung tempo? How about you? That you felt that, wow, when you did that accessory or supplementary work, boom. It helped immediately for your main lift, or it just clicked with you. Uh, well, para sa akin, since I got injured, the one that helped me the most is yung tempo squat talaga. Mm. Actually, if you look at my program, wala kong comp squat. Panay tempo. For Actually, three, based on your three zero zero and three zero three yun lang. And Tapos pag peak na jana yung comp. No, not even. Wala din. Wala din. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> no, I'm serious. No, no, no. I, I'm not doubting you. I'm just saying that that's so. Um, I've never heard. Didn't do that. No, pero yung iba pang accessories na I really enjoyed. Because since, like I said earlier, so masakit yung glutes ko on wide stance and sumo, was um split stance dumbbell RDL. Ooh. Okay. Sarap. Yeah. So parang medyo mas na nararamdaman mo na. Nag- per glute, no. Yeah, per glute talaga. Hindi siya sumama na enjoy. Did you have a Asymmetrical ba yung glutes mo? Is one, ch- is one bun bigger no, no, than the no, no. other bun? Isa ba pandesal? Isa Check natin lup- mamaya. <laughs> Check natin mamaya. Sige, sige. sige May sa, sa Patreon. Joke lang. But yeah, isa yun sa mga na-enjoy ko. Very sustaining siya. Parang, okay. Hindi lang siya as ano eh. Parang hindi siya lang siya nakaka-help sa buhat. Parang yung ano, yung durability you, din ng katawan. Yeah. Okay. That's yeah. actually a great way to um, understand how helpful accessory work yeah. is. Not necessarily to boost yes. your main lift. But it's just to make you durable and healthy yeah. enough to continually pursue or progress the main yeah. Okay, that's a great way to um, perceive. Yeah, parang feeling kasi nila yung iba accessory, pong palakas lang. But no, we actually had that term before. May coach ako, um, 
bulletproofing my back. Mm. Parang basically palalakasin talaga. Exactly. I did have paused conventional deadlift back when I was still sumo deadlifting 300, 300 plus. So, yun. Parang I had that um, maintenance na every week you have paused conventional just to make your back stronger. Healthier. <laughs> to yeah. be able to handle the loads. Yes. Okay. For the bench presses, um, Nestor, what accessory or supplementary or like variation has helped you the most? I, I think for me, close grip. <laughs> close close grip. grip, yeah. Close grip bench. When you say close grip, um, how much closer? Like an inch closer lang ba? Or? No, very close. <laughs> Shoulder width, you would say? Yeah, it's like okay. it's my guhit mismo. Okay, okay. Yeah. Parang siguro mga half an inch lang. Okay, okay. How about you, Raf? I think isa sa mga na yung on how to maintain bench is yung excuse me uh, Larsen tsaka yung feet up para kasing mas nagaguide ko kung saan pupunta yung bar mm, without depending so without, much on your no, leg drive yeah, without the, ano, sa leg drive so yun mm, that's true actually that's why I've been seeing a lot of uh, lifters um reusing the Larsen or yeah. feet up bench uh, for in their variations now I mean of course leg drive is helpful yeah. but of course no matter how strong your leg drive is if you're Pressing strength isn't strong to begin with. Yeah. Uh, of course, it's not gonna like amount to much. Eh. So, I think isa pa is ano yung two count post bench. Ah, A lot right. of lifters don't post their bench. I'll so, zoom in on that. <laughs> so, parang isip isip ko parang if I'm just gonna suffer, I might as well post all my reps sa bench. Mm. Parang si kesa matawagan ako sa home. That's I'd rather true. suffer na sa training, de ba? Mm, par, 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 for sure, at least you know it's uh, gonna be a good lift. Yeah. Okay. And a lot of people do fail coming off the chest. Yes, eh. yes. They either do, um they fail it like it doesn't go an inch off their chest or they just um soft they miss touching, soft touching. Soft, exactly. Yeah. So there are a lot of um errors that can happen in the bench if they're just weak to begin with at the very bottom. And yeah. of course, it's at the bottom of the bench where you're the most vulnerable to begin with. Eh. So uh, the two count pause at the bottom is really going to be helpful yeah. um for the deadlift was there any uh, major variation that helped you out i mean you mentioned your pause conventional was there uh, for you for you um nestor was there any lift that helped boost your deadlift for sumo i think conventional deadlift mm, yeah. basically the opposite uh stance yeah. will help it out okay okay any isolation work doesn't matter for um whether that be squat bench or deadlift do you have any recurring isolation work that has helped you or that's been continuously placed in your programming? For me, wala eh. Conventional <laughs> lang talaga. Yeah, no, no, for any lift actually. Sorry. Ah, okay. Any lift. Solution. RDLs. Hindi mo isolation yung RDL. Siguro tricep extensions. Single leg leg extensions. Single leg leg extensions. Okay. It's helped you a lot. Yes, and also single leg press. Okay, okay. Yeah. Ah, just to promote the symmetry, of course. Yes. Of course. Um, I mean, all of us are, not, no one's perfectly symmetrical. Yes. But we're going to try to aim for that as much as possible yeah. to be able to, because of course, it's a bilateral sport. You want to make sure that you're really producing uh, as much as possible equal amount of power. Because yes. no one's going to say yeah, that it's ideal to press then with the other <laughs> side then go. Uh, so as much as possible, symmetry is going to be helpful. Now, when it comes to, I think, Um, muscle groups that aren't necessarily the prime movers for the squat, bench, and deadlift. We have, of course, your upper back. Because, of course, you're, a lot of people say that you're only as strong as your back. And to some extent, that does make sense. Some, to yeah, some extent. Some extent. Um, are, what are your favorite upper back um, exercises? Because, of course, that does help your squat, bench, and deadlift. 
barbell rows and pull-ups. Very straightforward, no? Yeah. <laughs> Same with you? Yeah, I do face pulls. Face pulls. Okay, yeah. um, what variation? Because I, I know there are like a, quite a number of them. Just the, the regular one. <laughs> <laughs> Just face pulls. Just the one with the rope. So you and mm. what else? Pull downs. Pull downs, pull downs yeah. Because I can't do a pull-up. So when are I you going to be? I can, but I might break my arms. So when will uh, Mr. Rafael Kahilik be able to do <laughs> I can his do first pull five pull-ups? Not strict, not dead hang. I'm going to tag you. <laughs> I'm going to do it. Uh, and hopefully, of course, that's. I'm pretty sure once you're able to do that, must feel more healthy, can actually. Kapag one five ganon lang Yes. But right, so actually, I think we were able to talk about a lot of things that a lot of new lifters, intermediate, or even the seasoned lifters out there can definitely benefit from the conversation that we just had. Um, so before we finish it off, um, where can people find you on social media? Let's start with you, uh, Nestor. Um, General underscore Dulion. Ah, uh, Instagram. And pwede ko ba i-plug yung go, page go, go, ko? Go, plug yeah, general, on Facebook, my streaming page, and on Twitch as well. So yung A niya is for, kasi judge mo na ko. Pero yeah, you can I find me there. I don't think I've heard that term in like 10 years. <laughs> so pag wala ako sa gym, nandun lang ako sa streaming page ko. So yeah, give me a follow there. Say so, hi. Yeah, so make sure that you follow because he's a pro gamer and <laughs> pro level <laughs> pro streamer. How about you, Raf? Where can people find you online? Uh, just on Instagram, I think. Uh, Raf Strength, because I can... I'm generic like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so, planning to do YouTube, but like... I oh, don't oh. TikTok. Oh, oh, oh TikTok. Oh, <laughs> just search it there. I'm pretty sure <laughs> yeah. it's somewhere there. Rafael yeah, Kailing, it's, TikTok. It's there on TikTok. So, you just to... But you mentioned that you plan to do YouTube. Oh, yeah. That's so good. I mean, um, that's, the more I feel like that's going to be very, very helpful for the community. I mean, yeah. of course, for you, you're doing it for yourself and whatever you want. Um, but if one of the biggest names in the Philippine scene does it, that's going to be a great great it's gonna pioneer a lot more lifters to be more inspired because of course the stories or the success that you guys have uh, been doing of course a lot of people have messaged you privately but the impact that you guys have been doing for the community is really really amazing so yeah. thank you for that and I thank you for being on the show once again do I definitely do appreciate uh, all of this all right that was episode 11 guys we'll see you guys next week for episode 12 with the queen the one and only Joyce Ribaton.